Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Friday, February 16th. Hope everybody has a safe, fun, happy weekend. Look, the Jaguars, they just had their Ryan Nielsen introductory press conference. Obviously, that was a lot of fun yesterday. You see Murray joining the show in the background here. Uh, but yeah, wanted to look at a position that we haven't talked a ton about uh, this offseason in terms of the potential free agent options at the position. And to me, it is the Jaguars' most glaring need, and it's center. It is a position of need no matter what Trent Balky and Doug Peterson tell you in a press conference. And if either of them is worth a damn as an evaluator, they know that. They know that Luke Fortner is not the answer. He showed some promise as a rookie, but quickly devolved in 2023. You need not only to find a serviceable guy at center, in my opinion, but I think you need to find someone who truly instills confidence in your quarterback, in Trevor Lawrence. Someone who can protect the investment in Trevor Lawrence, help keep him clean, and help keep him confident, right? This is a quarterback that you've seen some pretty good pass protection from the tackles, especially in 2023. Uh, Anton Harrison was a revelation. Cam Robinson, Walker Little, both of those guys can get the job done. But uh, you have not seen good pass protection up the middle. Um, and, and that's a big problem. You know, Lawrence is able to sense edge pressure and, and move up in the pocket. But when there's no pocket to move up into, that is a big issue. So that's got to get cleared up. Um, you also need to improve the run game. I think you absolutely need to improve the run game. And by by adding a quality center who can both pass protect and run block, that's going to help you. Uh, but we're going to dive into some free agent centers here that could help the Jaguars out today. Really appreciate y'all tuning in here. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com shop, pick up some new Duval gear. Look, we know the Jaguars have some cap maneuverability, some big contract situations to look at. Josh Allen and Calvin Ridley coming up. Is one of those guys going to get franchise tagged? We'll see how it plays out. But again, center needs to be a priority for them in the worst way. That doesn't mean, however, that it has to happen in free agency. The rookie class has three center prospects that I think can start at a high level probably from day one. 
Jackson Powers Johnson, Zach Frazier, Graham Barton. Uh, but if they want to go get a vet to solidify that spot, I wouldn't blame them, right? Like, go get someone who you've seen do it at the NFL level, seen do it at a, at a high level in the NFL, right? I think that there's a few options out there that do make sense in that regard. I think you look at Connor Williams from the Miami Dolphins. He's super intriguing. He gives you an elite run blocker, truly elite run blocker, one of the best in the business at center in terms of creating push and, and getting out in space and blocking uh, in the running game. He's also good in pass pro. Something to keep in mind here. The Jaguars, as much as they need to be better as a run-blocking unit up front, they need to perform at a higher level. This is a Doug Peterson offense, and as long as he is here, the Jaguars will always be a pass-first football team. You know, pass protection, in my opinion, is always going to be more important. If you have to choose one or the other, you're going to choose pass protection over run-blocking, in my opinion. Now, the good things with Connor Williams, again, it's not one or the other. He is an elite run blocker and a good pass blocker at the center position. He's going to be 27 years old. The issue here is torn ACL in week 14. That certainly makes me nervous, right? You saw uh, Ben Barch performed at a fairly high level early on in 2022, tried to come back quickly from the uh, the knee injury, and it, he didn't look good early. So, you know, offensive linemen coming back from that type of injury – it can go either way. It can be difficult, but that makes me nervous personally. But because he is coming off that injury in week 14, you could potentially get a steal in terms of the cost of that signing um, as a potential long-term starter. Again, going to be 27 years old. If he gets fully healthy, you get a discount for a year or two, you keep him around. I mean, that is a possibility uh, for Trent Balky, who does like to find value. Connor Williams could be a value in free agency because of that injury. We'll see how that plays out. I also loved Lloyd Cushenberry coming out of LSU. He's been really good for the Broncos the last couple years, super clean in pass protection. I think he's coming to his own. He is ready to start at a high level for a long time. He just turned 26 years old. He has 34-inch arms at center. You know Trent Baalke is going to love that length. Uh, six foot four, 315 pounds. Might be the best option for the Jaguars in free agency. Again, I think he's a better pass protector. Then Connor Williams overall, a little bit more efficient, uh, but a guy who maybe is going to become the highest paid center in the game. And I know that seems crazy, uh, but not a lot of centers making a ton of money right now. PFF is projecting him to make $14 million per year. That's, that's right there towards the top of the market at center. Do you really want to be paying someone top of the market at that position? I'm not sure, uh, but I think in terms of Pass protection, keeping Trevor Lawrence clean. Lloyd Cushenberry is probably the best option in free agency. He's also a younger pros younger guy, not a prospect, 26 years old. I think you could really build around him for a long time if you want to, but do you want to be paying center that much for that long? We'll see how it plays out there. Another one from the AFC West, Andre James from the Raiders. He's been pretty good, soon to be 27 years old, not as clean in pass protection as either Connor Williams or Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lloyd Cushenberry, but certainly a big upgrade over what you have. Doesn't really have the prototypical length that Trent Baalke is looking for. PFF projects him to make around $9 million per year, so that's certainly a cheaper option than Cushenberry, if that is correct. And that adds up to me. I don't think Andre James is the same level of player as a Lloyd Cushenberry, so uh, I do think you could get him cheaper. He is an upgrade, not maybe an upgrade to a potential all-star caliber player, but a good player, a solid center for you for sure. Tyler Biotish out of uh, Dallas, a guy who you know, came into the NFL with injury concerns, but he's been able to play pretty well for the Cowboys at center. I think he would be more of a mid-level upgrade. Again, certainly much better than what you have, but not going to be groundbreaking, not going to be a Pro Bowl caliber player in all likelihood, but someone who is going to be better than Luke Fortner for you. Uh, PFF, they also connected Graham Glasgow to the Jaguars along with guard Damian Lewis. Graham Glasgow, he's got his played guard and played center. I think if you brought him in here, it would be to play center. Uh, I do think he would be an improvement over Luke Fortner, but he's going to be 32. How long is he going to be playing at a high level? Probably this is a short-term, mid-level solution. Um, he hasn't been the same guy as of late when you look at the the pass-blocking efficiency for, for Graham Glasgow. But again, we're talking about upgrading over one of the worst centers in the league. Pretty much anyone you bring in is going to be able to do that. Uh, and, you know, no slide on Luke Fortner there, but he's just not getting the job done. There are other guys out there that could potentially be competition for Luke Fortner more low-profile names, not guys that are going to cost any real significant amount of cap space. When I look at this, though, uh, what the Jaguars can do here, for me, I would bet that they will go after Connor Williams or Lord Cushenberry. Those guys represent clear and obvious upgrades in a big way. You know, Connor Williams with the ACL injury, potential value, but I would bet that they're going to go after Lloyd Cushenberry. Uh, I really would. He has age on his side he has length on his side like Trent Baalke loves a guy that can come in with with arm length right and he's the best pass protector of the bunch in my opinion so when you talk about all those factors I think that the Jaguars will be in on Lloyd Cushenberry will they be willing to pay what it's going to take to land him again they do have a ton of cap maneuverability but I think that they're going to try to show Trevor Lawrence that they mean business at center by bringing in one of these guys that's going to uh, be be a clear upgrade over Luke Fortner. What would I do here? I would pass on this center market, quite frankly. Not because I don't like Lloyd Cushenberry. I think he's going to be a good football player wherever he lands. Um, and Connor Williams, once he's healthy again, as long as he can get fully healthy at 27 years old, I think he still has a nice future ahead of him. I think Andre James is you know more than serviceable. I think Tyler Biotish is serv- for serviceable. But for me, the reason I would pass on this free agent market and, and decide not to pay out the ass for, for like a Lloyd Cushenberry, I think that there are three centers, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, that are probably going to play at an extremely high level from day one. I think Jackson Powers Johnson at 17 or in a trade down, Zach Frazier in a trade down or the second round, Graham Barton in the same situation as a, a Zach Frazier. I think those options are much better investments 
than one of these these free agent centers that's going to cost a lot of money, a lot of cap space, right? I think you go spend on Josh Allen, obviously. Go spend, hopefully, on Calvin Ridley, edge depth, maybe corner, defensive line, guard, obviously, because you got to you gotta fix that interior of the offensive line. Uh, but left, let the draft dictate to you, in my opinion, what you do in free agency. Uh, be, I know free agency is before the draft, but the draft talent that's going to be available. Three prospects that project to be Pro Bowl-level guards or better early on in their careers. That's where I would go. If I'm wrong on the evaluation, I'm wrong. But to me, Jackson Powers Johnson is a blue-chip prospect. He's a top-10 guy in this class. Zach Frazier is in the top 20, and Graham Barton isn't far off. He's in the top 30 for me. So these are three players that I would want to bring in. Um, You're not going to be paying them nearly as much as you would be paying a free agent. And I think you could potentially get better results, right? You know, Connor Williams, there's risk there with the injury. Lloyd Cushenberry, he's going to be very good for you. But is he an elite, elite pass protector? No. Is he an elite run blocker? No. None of the other guys are elite in either category. So for me, I think there's a potential for JPJ, Frazier, and Barton to be elite in both categories at the next level. And that's where I'd go. So really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com shop, pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one.